0: Corps of Engineers, Northwestern Division, for today's Missouri River Basin Water Management and Emergency Operations Conference Call. Today's call is intended to provide congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, and the media an update on the tour's actions in the basin with regard to water management operations and support the local communities, states, and the tribes. I am Eileen Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. This call is being recorded and will be placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.ddidshub.net slash unit slash usace nwd. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. Before I get into the agenda and logistics of this call, I want to give Brigadier General Pete someone
1: Thank you, Eileen. This is Brigadier General Pete Helmunger, Northwestern Division Commander for the Corps of Engineers. I want to thank everyone for being on, on the call today, this our third daily call for the flood fight. I arrived in Omaha this morning, and as I flew in, I glimpsed what is happening across the region. After this call, I'll go on an aerial inspection to see other areas uh, and to see where we are on the ground providing assistance. I know that there are many people suffering terrible loss and our hearts are with you. Our smaller dams on the Salt and Tapio Creeks in Nebraska and the Republican and Kansas Rivers in Kansas have been able to source some of the runoff to lessen these impacts. Unfortunately, there is still a lot of water in the creeks and rivers that flow into the Missouri downstream from our main stem dams. Releases from Gavin's Point Dam continue to decline as inflows from the Niobrara Basin decline. Our district teams in Kansas City and Omaha are providing support to the state, and I am very proud of their midwest attitude to provide assistance when needed. As the conditions deteriorated early last week, we've had numerous volunteers raise their hands to be part of the flood fighting effort, um, some of which were, are being personally impacted by flooding. Our employees are your neighbors, and they've been putting in long hours these past few days. Whether they are inspecting levees or assessing damages, their safety and yours is important. Please help each other to be safe and avoid high water, not just on roads, but on levees and near rivers and streams. I thank you all for being part of today's call, and thank everyone who is responding to provide assistance. Thank you, sir. Oh.
0: Thank you, sir. During the call, we will place all lines on mute. When we get to the question and answer session, we will open the lines. So please put your phone on its own mute function or be aware of background noise. Do not place your call on hold. And today's agenda includes an update of the actions and plans for managing water releases, an update from the National Weather Service, an update on actions being taken by the Omaha District, and an update on actions being taken by the Kansas City District. I'll turn it over to you, John.
2: Thank you, Eileen. Hello,
3: my name is John Remus, Chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division. Our office is responsible for regulating the Missouri River Basin Reservoir System. Last evening at 6 p.m., we reduced releases out of Gavins Point Dam from ninety thousand from. Excuse me. Last evening, we reduced releases from Gavins Point Dam to sixty-three thousand cubic feet per second. Inflows into Gavins Point Reservoir have continued to decline, so this morning at 8 a.m we reduce releases to 53,000 cubic feet per second. At 6 p.m. this evening, we will reduce releases again out of Gammus Point Dam to 43,000 cubic feet per second. We will reevaluate the conditions in the morning, and if the current trends continue, we will make additional release reductions tomorrow. Our release schedule has been shared with the National Weather Services Missouri Basin River Forecast Center for input into their river forecast. After my talk, Kevin Lau from the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center will discuss Missouri River forecast. Cabins Point Pool has dropped below surcharge. As of noon today, it was at elevation 9, 1209.7 and is slowly dropping. Fort Randall discharges that were at 8,000 cubic feet per second yesterday have been reduced to 4,500 cubic feet per second and is scheduled to remain at 45. 100 cubic feet per second through tomorrow. This discharge out of Fort Randall is to manage the Gavins Point pool decline. Discharges from Fort Randall dam will not affect our Gavins Point pool release reduction schedule. System-wide, we have 15.8 million acre feet of the 16.3 million acre feet of flood control storage available to store upper basin runoff. The mountain snowpack and the remaining plain snowpack that will drain into the system is fairly average, so we are in good shape to capture and manage that runoff while having considerable ability to respond to downstream runoff events. The weekly update that my office usually publishes every Tuesday will be published daily until main system operations return to normal. This one-page document summarizes system conditions and our short-term operation plans. You can find this update on the Missouri River Basin Water Management webpage. This concludes my remarks. Thank you very much. I will turn the floor over to Kevin Lau of the Missouri, Bas- Missouri Basin River Forecast Center.
1: Kevin? Thank you, Mr. Remus. My name is Kevin Lau. I work for the National Weather Service, Missouri Basin River Forecast Center. All tributaries to the Missouri River below Gavin's Point have now crested and are fallen. The crest along the mainstead Missouri River below Devon's Point is at crest currently uh, in the Blair, Omaha reach. Because of the loss of flow uh, out of the Missouri River due to overtopping and breaching, we may be near crest in the reach from Nib City down to Rulo. The crest at St. Joseph will occur uh, on on Thursday, Wednesday. Agents down to Kansas City will occur approximately Thursday. Again, that's when the crest will reach. Uh, as Mr. Remus uh, uh, mentioned, we are in constant communication with the Missouri Basin Water Management Group, with the Corps, uh, with regard to Gavins releases. Gavins releases are incorporated in our river forecast model immediately. We are in constant um, communication with both the Omaha District and the Kansas City District Corps of Engineers with regard to levee conditions. And we attempt to incorporate uh, the loss of flow or the return of flow from compromised levy units. There will be a uh, system move in to um, Kansas, Missouri, and uh, southern Nebraska bringing rain uh, on the Tuesday, Wednesday timeframe of this week. Amounts uh, are somewhere between a quarter to possibly half an inch. The Missouri-Basin River Forecast Center this morning incorporated five days of QPF, five days of anticipated rain within the model to see what this system on Tuesday, Wednesday might bring and it will influence crests from St. Joseph downstream. The impact will be in a um, region of uh, 0.1 to 0.5 feet. So uh, um, a tenth to five tenths of a foot is possible at this time increase to the crest again from St. Joseph downstream to approximately Jefferson City. From Jefferson City to the mouth, it will not add to the crest. Again, this is provisional information and is subject to change. So there will be some impact due to Tuesday, Wednesday rainfall. Later on next week, temperatures will begin to melt the plain snowpack in the upper Big Sioux and in the upper James basin with crests from both systems uh, coming into the main stem, I would say about the turn of the month, about April 1. The snow melt contribution uh, toward the end of this month will result in renewed minor flooding along many of the reaches on the Missouri main stem below Gavin's Point. This concludes the National Weather Service flood brief. Thank you,
0: Kevin. We'll turn it to you now, Colonel Hudson, Omaha District.
1: Good afternoon. I am uh, Colonel John Hudson, the Omaha District Commander. And the Omaha District remains focused on ensuring the safety of the citizens and communicating conditions of the river system to all of our partners and stakeholders. The Omaha District continues to work closely with state and local leaders and emergency management agencies as well as as local and tribal governments. This morning, surveillance by our team members uh, working with our levy partners confirmed the majority of the levy system along the Missouri River south of Omaha continues to deteriorate and is compromised. The bulk of the levees are overtopped or breached. We continue to offer technical assistance to our levy partners to mitigate or counter failures and to keep them apprised of the the current conditions. Over the last few days, I have mentioned levee breaches and levee overtopping, and I want to take a moment to define each so everyone understands. Overtopping is when the water elevation exceeds the height of the levee, resulting in water flowing over the top of the levee. A levee breach is a situation where a levee fails completely, causing previously contained water in the river to to flood the land behind the levee. Breaches can happen quickly or gradually and often occur when excess water overtops the levee and washes out portions of the levee on the landward side, but also can occur even when levees are not being overtopped. There are are multiple confirmed breaches uh, within the system below Omaha. These breaches are located at L611 to 614, which is south of Compsa Bluffs, across from the Platte Confluence, at L601, south of Glenwood, Iowa, L575, Fremont County, Iowa, L550, Atchison County, Missouri, R562, Yamaha County, Nebraska, Western Sharpie, Ashland, Nebraska, Clare Creek in Ashland, Nebraska, Union Levee in Valley, Nebraska. Partial breaches have also been confirmed at River Mile L594 in Fremont County, Iowa, at R573 in Oto County, Nebraska, and we anticipate additional breaches to form over the next twenty four hours. Today, the district has technical individuals and team members on the ground in Hamburg, Iowa, assisting the city uh, in in constructing temporary Hesco barriers to protect the north side of town. We also have district representatives with the state of Nebraska providing technical assistance in Fremont, Nebraska. A team team is providing Cooper Nuclear Plant technical assistance for sandbagging operations. Additionally, within the last 24 hours, I've communicated with both the governors of Iowa and the governor of Nebraska, multiple congressional representatives and their officials, the base commander at Off Air Force Base, uh, as well as state uh, EMT's. In addition to technical assistance to levy partners, we have helped the same partners with supplies. To date, the Omaha District has distributed approximately 247,000 sandbags, 2,928 super sandbags, 2,700 feet of HESCO barrier, one 16-inch water pump, 18 poly rolls, four 16-inch hoses, and eight 10-inch heavy-duty T-bolt plans uh, to mitigate flood conditions. The length of the flood is still unknown at this time, and I want to encourage residents to continue to monitor the situation and keep it in close contact with their local and state emergency management organizations to stay updated on any evacuation plans or emergency conditions. We continue to keep lines of communication open and coordinate with many of the stakeholders to include Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota emergency management agencies. Additionally, we have open lines of communications with local and tribal governments and their flood fight efforts. I will now be followed by a representative from Kansas City district. Thank Kansas City?
0: Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yeah we got you. Thank you.
1: Hey, this is uh, Judd Kenevan, I'm the Emergency Management Chief for the Kansas City District. Uh, Our Emergency Operations Center remains activated at level two partial activation. Our hours of operation remain 0600 to 1900, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, We're continuing to provide technical and direct assistance to living owners and operators and other public entities within the affected area, uh, northwest Missouri, northeast Kansas, and southeast Nebraska. Our level of effort continues to be focused in Holt and Buchanan Counties in Missouri, Donovan County in Kansas, and in Richardson County, Nebraska. Uh, we continue to monitor conditions downstream from this reach in both Kansas and Missouri. Uh, known levy system impacts within the Kansas City District are as follows. Previously reported uh, breaches occurred at Union Township and Holt County Number 10. Additionally, Holt County Number 15, a secondary levy uh, behind Union Township, was breached and the Corning levee, and their Corning, uh, Missouri, and the confluence of Mill Creek with the Missouri River, also breached. Uh, This morning we have a confirmed report that Holt County No. 9 levee system in Holt County, Missouri is being overtopped. Uh, The sponsor for the Cannon levee system, which is located downstream of Holt County No. 9, at the Bob Brown Wildlife Area, is actively flood fighting to prevent overtopping. Uh, We have projected that another five non-federal levee systems active and the pl 8499 program are at a significant risk for overtopping. However, all of them are currently performing as designed. All of our federal levy systems are performing as designed. Uh, we currently have four mobile liaison teams in the field providing that technical assistance to these levy owners and operators. Over the past couple of days, we have issued almost 400,000 sandbags. We have not issued any additional in the last 24 hours. We deployed one mechanical sandbag machine and three automatic sandbag machines, uh, Donovan County, Kansas, Buchanan, Missouri, and Holt County, Missouri. Currently, we have two automatic sandbag machines in St. Joe, Missouri, 15 uh, and uh, one in Holt County, Missouri. Uh, the district inventory sandbags remains at four million, and we have various other floodbite materials positioned throughout the Kansas City District. Uh, we continue to work with the Coast Guard with respect to a no work zone, safety zone, on the Missouri River uh, from River Mile 300 upstream to River Mile 450, and a no-use closure safety zone from River Mile 360 upstream to River Mile 550. Uh, both Kansas River reservoir flows and Osage River Basin reservoir flows are at minimum. Uh, Kansas City District Liaison continue to support the Kansas Department of Emergency Management and Missouri State Emergency Management Agency. And then summary again, our current hours of operation for the EOC are from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. Uh, we can be reached after duty hours by calling our emergency number at 816-426-6320. Uh, please leave a message and a telephone number and we will return that call as quickly as possible. I also want to say that please remember, uh, safety is no accident. Uh, please pay attention to the River stage forecast and watches and warnings provided by the National Weather Service to include your local emergency management officials. Uh, thank you, uh, this concludes the district's remarks.
0: Thank you for those updates. We have several callers on the line, so I'm going to manage questions based on groups and locations. We'll start with congressional, tribes, state and local officials, and I will move through each state now alphabetical order. I'm about to take the system off of forced mute. So again, please place your phone in its function or be aware of the uh, of your surroundings. Okay. Hold on. We're gonna. The code they gave us is a different code system. Thank you. (laughs) Star things to come up with questions from Iowa Congressional Tribes State Legal Officials. State of Kansas. State of Missouri. State of Nebraska, Star 6 to come off mute. We've had some technical difficulties. If anyone's out there, Star 6 to come off mute just to confirm.
1: Colonel DeSero, here you loud and
0: clear. Thanks, sir. State of Montana, Star 6 to come off mute, congressional, tribes, state, and local officials. Nebraska? North Dakota? South Dakota?
1: Hi, good afternoon.
0: Hi. Please hi, state your name and organization hi. you represent.
1: Yeah, this is Aaron Scheiby from Governor Christy Noem's office. Okay. So, uh, Governor Noem has said flooded areas today in the state, and she's been asked and, and would appreciate uh, some additional information. Uh, Once things are settled down a little bit, are there any plans to address the lack of storage at Lewis and Clark Lake?
3: This is John Remus, uh, Chief of the Water Management Division. Uh, no, there is no uh, uh, plan to do that. Uh, Gavin's Point project is designed and is operated as a re-regulation reservoir to uh, take the power peaking flows uh, from Port Randall and uh, flatten those out for downstream uses.
1: Thanks, John, can I, just a quick follow-up? Okay, So, yes. uh, so appreciate that. Um, additional question, you know, is, is the modeling that you're using now at Gavin's point for discharge regulation is that accounting for the Spencer Dam damage and the resulting runoff into the system, or is that something that you're going to be having to model out going forward?
3: The uh, Spencer Dam was also uh, a pretty much a run-of-the-river, a run-of-the-river uh, reservoir in project, so it never really uh, stored water, and the amount of water that was behind that when it failed was fairly small, and that's already been processed through the system, so there will be no. Uh, uh, system impacts due to the fact that uh, Spitzer Dam uh,
0: failed. Thank you. Thank you. And any congressional, tribal, state, local official questions from the state of Wyoming? Star six to come off mute. Okay, we'll move to the media. Again, starting with the state of Iowa. Kansas, Missouri, Montana, again, Star 6 to come out to you, State of Nebraska, Media, North Dakota, can you hear me, can you hear me? yes, yes. Okay. your name and organization, yes please, this is Nancy Darter from the Omaha World Herald. Hi, Nancy.
4: Hi. Hey, um, there are some folks in uh, Hamburg that are hopeful that you guys might break open a levee to take some pressure off of them. Is there any plans to blow um, uh, a hole in a levee so that there's some pressure off the river? Uh, no, ma'am.
1: Um, the Corvett, the well, this is Matt Krasky with the Army Corps of Engineers, Omaha District Emergency Management. Um, we, the Omaha District has no plans to uh, actively fail a levy.
4: Okay. Thank you very much. And, yeah. and then, uh, go ahead. Y- did you want to elaborate on that? No, I, Can you even legally do that?
1: I, I, can you repeat the question? i sorry. I didn't understand you.
4: Do you have the authority to pop open a levy?
1: No, ma'am, not without uh, going through the congressional delegation.
4: Okay. Thank you, sir. I have a question for Kevin Lowe. From Kevin, there. are you still on? What
0: no. is a- No?
3: Kevin, are you still on? Start I'm this.
0: to come off mute if there, Kevin. It's
1: I can call it. This is Kevin Lau. Uh, Can you hear me now? Yes. Sorry about that. Go ahead, ma'am.
4: Yeah, hey, Kevin. um, Our readers will just want to understand, can you explain why the rain won't be a problem upstream of St. Joseph, this upcoming rain, why it's only going to raise the river downstream of St. Joseph?
1: Yes, that's an excellent question. That's because that's where the rain, uh, the drainage area where the rain will fall actually enters the river at St. At Joe. Mm-hmm. The, the, place. and then, okay, okay. the placement of the rain is such that uh, when when it reaches the river, it will be in the St. Joseph's the finish line.
4: What, what What is that cemetery that feeds into St. Joe?
1: Uh, well, there's several streams. Uh, okay. I'm sorry I don't have the exact or precise answers to that.
4: No problem. Hey, and you know, you guys, have le- different levels of confidence, uh, given how far out the rain is. What's your level of confidence in the quarter to half inch? Low. Okay. Could be more. Could be less. Or what do you think?
1: Uh, could be more. Could be more. Okay.
4: And you expect you'll know a uh, better sense when of the rainfall total. Uh,
1: tomorrow we'll have. Well, as we approach uh, sure. the time of the of the arrival, we get uh, more and more confidence. Uh, I suspect okay. that uh, tomorrow we will have a really good uh, handle on it.
4: Okay. Okay. Thank you very much.
2: Hey. And then I
4: have some – I appreciate it. I have some questions on the brown gauge.
2: That's
3: Yes, go ahead, Nancy. That's uh, yes. something here.
4: Yeah, so what happened, to that what happened to that gauge who replaced it, and how confident are you in its reading
1: is yeah, could you restate the question, please?
4: Why, why did the Brownville gate break or whatever? And then you guys, somebody put in a replacement. Who did that? And how confident are you in the readings that the National Weather Service is using on the Brownville gate? Hi, this is Kelly Bergman with the Corps Omaha District. Are you referring to the plasmus gauge that wasn't sending data? No, I know that's... So, I, my understanding—I was told by NTPD that the Brownville gauge broke and had to be replaced.
0: No, we're not aware that the Brownville gauge broke. We have had that is maintained by the core, and our stream gauging technician was down there this morning servicing it, and I believe he is down there again this afternoon.
4: So the gauge uh, there reads at a, has read at a level where Cooper Nuclear should have been taken offline. Um, is there any conversation about shouldn't it be taken offline or why hasn't it been taken offline? They, they appear to think that the readings are at Brownsville aren't accurate. That would be a question for them to answer. What's your level of confidence in the readings that you guys are getting at Brownsville? As far as I know, they're good. Our strain gauging technician is there. And. And are you pretty sure the gauge never broke? I don't want to put, you know, I mean, if you want to double check, I just want to make sure that whatever I put in the paper is ultimately the right info. Okay. Can we
0: validate and get back to you on that?
4: Absolutely. No problem at all. Great. No problem at all. Thanks, Nancy.
3: Anything else?
0: Thank you. Okay. We'll move on to state of North Dakota. Star 6 to come off You. South
1: Dakota. Hi, Eileen. Jerry Oster, WNAX Radio. Hey,
0: Jerry.
1: So, with the Gavin's point, uh, any concerns with the ice action on the lake since it's still pretty frozen in, in terms of the dam? This is John Bertino. I'm the dam safety officer here in the Omaha District, and the answer, the simple answer to that is no. Um, the project is operating as intended and designed, and we don't see any issues at all at this time. Yeah, there's some different numbers in there. There's the top of the flood pool that's over that, and then there's the top of the operational gates. Can you kind of explain the difference there? There's about 11-foot difference. The top of the uh, gates is our, um, our flood control pool. We were above that um, for a short period of time. Uh, the gates, 2.3 feet, John's telling me, the gates uh, are now down... Um, a little ways. We're still above that a little bit, but um, there's no issues with the gates at this point. And then a uh, we'll follow-up here, further downstream with the levee action, how concerned are you with the levees uh, taking the high water, being soaked, and the, you know, future failure? Um, the the levees south of uh, Omaha and Bluffs are pretty much inundated. A lot of the system is being overtopped now. As Colonel Hudson said earlier, it's continuing to take additional damage. A lot of the system is going to be compromised.
0: Anything else, Andrew? Yes. No, thanks. Yeah.
4: Yeah, what's the southernmost, um, whatever, definition of where you think the levees are compromised from um, from Omaha Council Bluffs to about where?
1: Well, Nancy, this is Ted Streckus. Uh, I'm the deputy district engineer here in Omaha. Our, our responsibility uh, transitions from Omaha down to Rulo, and then we, we closely coordinate with our Kansas the city district to our south, and, and they have responsibility, and Judd previously indicated some of the concerns that they have with the levy systems that they have responsibility for. So across the entire Omaha district re- right. reach, from Omaha south, we have concerns about the, right. the impact on the levy system, order.
4: For the, for the, for the average person who probably doesn't know core boundaries, if you were to take the two districts together, and just uh, say from Omaha to what community are the levees considered at risk? You know what I'm saying? Is it all the way past St. Joe? Is it down to Mound City? Or you know what I'm saying?
1: I'll, I'll defer to Judge the, Nevin for the southernmost extent of the concern. Over. Uh, okay. uh, Thank you. this is Jed. Yeah, this is Judge even So we have we have, uh, have levees compromised uh, all the way south to almost. Uh, our closest community would be Fourth City. Uh, But we have concerns all the way down into the Leavenworth, Kansas, Reach of River. Over. Okay.
4: Thank you. And what are the major communities at risk behind those levees?
1: For for us, most of those are small communities. And In fact, uh, um, the two behind the Corning levee were the small community of Corning and the city of Craig, Missouri, and then the only one – downstream that has a community behind it, a non-Fed that has a small community behind it would be in the uh, Rushville, uh, Missouri, uh, Bean Lake, Missouri, uh, AR, which is right, around, uh, right across the river from Madison, Kansas.
4: So Corning, Craig, Rushville, Bean Lake?
1: The correct.
4: Thank you, sir. And up here you in uh, Omaha, here. yeah, go ahead,
1: please. Within the Omaha district from rural north, obviously, we have uh, the communities of Hamburg, uh, communities in Nebraska City, soon um, is being flooded. The western side of soon this afternoon as well. Thurman, 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 Thurman excuse me. Thurman. The su- the southern portion of Hamburg um, is in the process of being flooded
2: as we speak right now.
4: Okay. So in the Omaha district, both, uh, southern por- por- portions of Thurman and Hamburg are being flooded. Yeah, the, the
1: portions in uh, in, um, in uh, Plattsmouth, Nebraska City, um, um, and Brownville that are not up on the bluff but are down um, between the river and the bluff, those areas are, were already inundated uh, several days ago.
4: So the, the risk of new flooding, would that be to, to what communities if the levee fails?
1: Um, at this point the really in the Omaha district there's only two communities left that are that are not already flooded that will get additional flooding and that's what's happening right now um, at hamburg and at ferman oh, okay all right
4: All right.
1: everything all right. else is is um, inundated that will be inundated on track there might be a small village or two in there that i'm missing right now but it's
0: Nancy, you may want to also check with the Nebraska Emergency Management Agency and talk to them because they're going to be able to provide you more information on the impacts around the state.
4: Okay, thank you. Do you have any? Uh, and who, who was I just? Who was just speaking? This
0: is Eileen. I'm sorry.
4: No, no, before you, Eileen.
1: That's uh, Colonel Hudson.
4: Okay, thank you. And last question for me: Do you guys have any sense of the miles of the miles the miles of river that we're talking about from? Um, was it Omaha Council Block?
1: So, so for, o- for Omaha District, uh-huh. we have approximately 100 river miles of uh, levee that has been compromised from essentially uh, just north of the mm-hmm. confluence of the Platte River there at the off- at the Offit Air Force Base levee all the way uh to down to Rulo that represents about 100 river miles, and um, those levee systems in there have all uh, received various level of compromise.
4: Okay, thank you.
2: And and then I will pass to to Kansas City to address the lines. Thank you. Hi, this is Randy Davenport, the Inc. and President. Cohen, um, I was wondering. I know people were hoping for a slow snowmelt, but the temperature is rising pretty rapidly here, maybe faster than expected. Um, what, will, what will that mean for, um, especially the situation for the tributaries below Gavin's point? Um, are you monitoring that right now, or do you have a good feel for that right now?
3: Uh, Kevin Lau, do you want to take
1: that, please? Yes. Um, so we do expect... Snow melt beginning uh, near the end of, I guess it's this week now, uh, Friday-Saturday time frame. Um, specifically, I've been looking at the Big Sioux Basin, Brookings, South Dakota, and North, uh, the James River Basin, Stratford, North. Um, you you are correct um, with the warm-up. It, it may be a rapid um, snowmelt. So, uh, again, I believe that um, uh, there's a good chance of renewed minor level flooding on the Mainstem of Missouri as uh, this water comes in uh, around the first of the month.
2: Okay. Kevin, are you looking for good flows then, like on the James, per million and Big Sur then as well with the snowmelt coming
1: up? Yes, that is correct. I'm looking for healthy flows.
2: Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, to follow on that,
3: with the main stem reservoir system, that part of the snowpack that uh, will drain into the system, as I said earlier, we have a, quite a bit of our storage left, over 97% of it, so we're in good shape to capture and manage that particular part of those plain snowpack
2: melt. Okay. Um, John, to take that further west, our west river was with a lot of snow. Is that going to eventually flow into Missouri as well? Is that melt toward the next week
3: or so? Uh, yes, that will flow into the Missouri River, but that will flow into the part of the basin
2: where we will be able to capture and manage that particular snow melt. Okay. Um, anything else as far as I know now we're taking a lot of hit. Anything in that region? You said I believe you said the um, the uh, Spencer Dam is pretty well depleted out. Um, any other conditions people should be looking for in that area? It's not that I'm aware of. Okay basically the cleanup this left. All right, thank you.
0: Thanks, Andy. Any other questions from
1: the state of South Dakota? Star 6 to come off mute. Thank you, FC from Senator Rounds' office. Uh, I had a muting problem. Hey, uh, can you just uh, briefly discuss uh, your assessment of the conditions above Gavin's point? Uh, to include uh, any levies uh, along the main stem and tributaries uh, that, um, especially in relation to uh, the snow path in north. Thank you.
3: We uh, don't have uh, levee systems uh, or systems in the PLA 49 program above Gavin's Point until you get above Fort Peck.
1: Um,
3: okay. Garrison, or, uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah, but yeah. That, that, that's yeah. not an appeal for either. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no real levy systems there that uh, we have to be concerned about. And then
1: from
3: a foot risk with respect to mountain snowpack, it's very average. Yeah, the, the, the mountain snowpack is average. The plain snowpack in the western part is average, maybe a little bit above average now, but we're in real good shape from a system storage plane
2: Okay, I
1: appreciate that. I appreciate you guys uh, continuing to uh, run these calls
2: through the weekend. Thanks. Um, this is Randy. we going to jump back into a quick question. Um, you were looking at twenty thousand CFS goal by the end of the week. Um, that's still pretty pretty attainable. Will that be sooner than what you thought? Uh,
3: well, we're still on our schedule that we posted yesterday. We're reevaluating that. The uh, the Gavis Point pool continues to drop, but it's not dropping as fast as we had thought it would, but uh, as John Bertino said earlier, we have no concerns about it. We're below surcharge, so we're uh, we're still on that schedule. Uh, we will be doing a, an update of our runoff forecast uh, tomorrow or the next day. We will do another service level check. That may change that number from 20,000 to a different number, but uh
2: We'll know that when we do the the check on that. uh, John, just a follow-up question. Is there any concern about the conditions of Gavin Point or Fort Randall? I know some people asked. I think in the past you said no, but I wanted to double check. Yeah, this is John Burkino, uh,
1: the Omaha District Dam Safety Officer again, and uh, we don't have any concerns with either of those two projects. In fact, we don't have any concerns with any of the six main sand dams. Okay, thank you.
0: Okay.
4: Any questions from any more questions? State of Wyoming or national media or otherwise? Hey, could we get uh, This is Nancy again. That uh, mileage amount from in the in the Kansas City district uh, in terms of compromised levees or potentially compromised levees?
1: Yes. Hey, Nancy. This is Judge Neva. Hey. So, if you're looking for just miles of levee itself, uh, it river, miles. Okay. So river miles. So river miles. The river miles total would be probably about 115 miles. Total river miles. So it's Did
4: 8, you say 1, 8, one five zero or one,
1: 1. About 115. So one hundred and fifteen. So So and some of that's a little bit of overlap with uh, uh, Omaha because we talking from Leavenworth, I think it's about three mi- uh, mile, three ninety seven, three ninety eight. So uh, four ninety seven, and then we we're extending about ten uh, or uh, uh, twelve miles or so upstream from there. Uh, working levies along the left of the Bank and then the River River. So. Okay. All right, 110, 150 miles for
0: Thank you. You're welcome. As again, any other questions before I hand it to General Helminger for closing remarks? All right, thank you. Sir? Great.
1: Hey, uh, thank you, Eileen. I want to thank everyone for joining us on the call today, especially those who are responding to provide assistance and those that are assisting to communicate the risk to all stakeholders and remind everyone that the Corps of Engineers Engineers is here to uh, continue to provide assistance and uh, we'll conduct this meeting again same time tomorrow. Thank you.